Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ice House Fit Podcast. I'm Coach Jeremy. I'm Coach Mo. We are talking. This is another episode where I feel like we bring everything together into all one package. Yeah. It's, Pun intended. It's four pillar season. <laughs> four pillar season wrapped up with a bow because the holidays are coming around. Yeah. Um, and the things that we're going to talk about can be applicable to any holiday season, not just the winter one. That is the the big Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever else is going on. Whatever you got. Yeah. Um, this can be applied to any culture, any time of the year. Um, looking at what you can do to stay on track with your health and wellness goals while the routines may be uprooted temporarily mm-hmm. and stresses may be high. Food choices may not be the most ideal. Less optimal. Everyone. Less optimal. <laughs> and how do we how do we manage those? How do we navigate those? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so this is actually really helpful for me uh, going into this. This is the first year that I will have gone home for Thanksgiving in eight years. Wow, that's a that yeah. is a big big event. Yeah, I've not been home ever since we opened, and so. Yeah. Uh, for for me personally, it's a 12-hour drive. <clears throat> um, people ask why I don't fly, and O'Hare Airport is why yeah. I don't fly. <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind that one. Uh, we're either going to make it home or we're going to stay at O'Hare. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those two. <laughs> Just live in the airport for a few days, folks. Yeah. And if you've ever flown around Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're which I've done, O'Hare. I've done international travel on Thanksgiving, and it's... Yeah. yeah that's a whole whole new thing yeah i feel like that's just multiple o'hares lined up yeah it wasn't so bad because it was tokyo oh nice nice yeah so um my thanksgiving routine is going to be uprooted more than normal Mm -hmm. um usually it's you know have a bunch of friends over that don't have a spot to be at and cook and have a good time and then right back into regular life regular life Mm -hmm. and so uh we're leaving i don't know what day yet should probably figure that out um but we'll be gone for the weekend for sure and so um, my strategy, and let me tell you all, my mother is Southern. Um, even though we're only from like the middle of Illinois, <laughs> you would think we were from like Georgia. All <laughs> um, right. It is butter and cream are her love language. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can add sugar with the butter and cream, oh, it's even better, even better. So, uh, there will be some, some navigating food choices and some, uh, making some decisions. And, uh, this is one of the things that I think a lot of people miss is you can start setting that intention right now. Absolutely. That's the biggest piece of it is, uh, being able to set an intention, yeah. um, taking, taking control of what you can control, um, yeah. especially if you're a guest in someone's home, uh, the amount of control over what's being cooked isn't necessarily within your realm. Yep. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm not like when I talk strategy on these things with clients, I always tell them it's not, it's more of finding a way to make a less than ideal situation good mm-hmm. than to be the person with the black plastic container with their unseasoned <laughs> chicken breast and bro- broccoli and say, Oh, you guys can have fun with that. I'm going to be over here. Just working on gains, bro. Pie, pie is not worth it. Yeah. 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 You know, I have to 
I have to spend 18 hours on the Stairmaster for that one slice of pie or whatever, whatever disordered thinking people get into around these things, or especially the holidays. Yeah. Can be a big spiral of um, triggers for folks. And we're here to say you can have your pie and still meet your body composition and fitness goals. Absolutely you can. And one of the big things and one of the reasons I say the intention starts now is because uh, we're up here in Fargo and as I look out the window, there's things falling from the sky that aren't snowflakes. It's like a rain sleet mix going on. It's dark. Uh, The sun, if it did rise, uh, was up at like 830. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we get into this season where uh, it's easier to like, okay, I'm going to back up just a little bit. Our bodies are genetically like built to the instincts that we have for survival are like, it's getting cold outside, put on some mass, mm-hmm. right? Eat, eat lots of carbs. Uh, You're going to be in a shelter, just hanging out, just trying to stay warm. Yeah. Our body thinks that we don't have heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the modern realization, the, the modern realities of our versus our physiology are drastically different. Very different. And so you know, the, the cravings are, are, are real. And I want to, I want to validate that for people that get into soup season and Nordic season, like your ancestors, I'm, uh, I'm a mutt from Western Europe, but a lot of our ancestors that are here in this area are Swedish and in those very hard, tough climates. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, uh, I wish we evolved as quickly as we think we evolve, but we don't. And so, when we set the intention now of like, okay, I'm going to enjoy foods that are healthy and uh, still meet that need, right? They're still warm. Like one of my favorites is a leftover shredded chicken recipe with a little bit of rice, carrots, onions, uh, peas and spinach. Still a very healthy meal, also very warm. Mm -hmm. So it hits that note. And so being mindful of how can we have healthy food that still hits those notes for us? Because on a day like today, I don't really want a salad. <laughs> Something you know? summery and crisp and yeah. green doesn't necessarily feel like it's the best thing or it's going to scratch that psychological itch of feeling sustained and feeling warmed because that is a big thing too. When you are feeling physically cold, having a very warm and hearty meal the soups, the stews, the chilies, things like that. There's a reason why people really enjoy them around this time of year. Yeah. Like, it's not like somebody just came up with that someday and they're like, well, this seems like a good marketing tactic. We're going to, we're going to really, uh, we're going to really sell the heck out of chili for, for a couple of months because, uh, we got some leftover or whatever it is. Let's try June. No, it didn't work. No, it didn't didn't work. work, I don't know why. Yeah. It's almost like nobody wants like piping hot liquid food in the middle of summer. (laughs) I am one of those people. Um, And so, yeah, like honoring that, right? Mm -hmm. And looking at ways that you can make it just a little bit healthier. I'm not saying like, like I love turkey chili. I love ground turkey in my chili. Mm -hmm. Um, I put sweet potatoes in there. I try to like hide vegetables in my meatloaf. Um, I'll chop up some broccoli, onions, mushrooms, mix it in Mm -hmm. into my meatloaf. So looking at ways that you can make uh, those those foods that scratch the itch a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And if we start doing that now, when it's you know looking like it's looking outside, when we get to a holiday time, it's not the first time we've seen it. Yeah. 
And so then it's like, okay, a plate was good. I didn't have to gorge myself on things that I haven't seen since, you know, I started this health journey. Yeah. Right. And that's been the biggest game changer for me, especially moving up here. Like at home, it's still summer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or at least what North Dakota would consider summer. (laughs) Right. And so uh, getting creative and and setting that intention now, okay, okay, health is a priority for me. And how can I make, uh, how can I still enjoy and still thrive up here? Because like Jeremy and I were talking about, like a salad isn't going to do it. Like I'm going to be cold and I'm going to be cold all day. And then when I'm cold, I'm crabby. And then it just, it's it's not good for anybody. Um, Setting that intention that like I'm focusing on quality, warm, whether they're Scandinavian or not foods um, that really, that really hit that note. And then we look at travel. And I think this is where um, it can be very easy. And I've, I've heard people say, like, well, I'll just deal with whatever happens on mm-hmm. the travel. I'll just figure it out on the day. Yeah. I'll just drive to the place and I'll, I'll feel a little hungry, so I'll stop at a gas station. I'll grab a, a soda and a snack and whatever. So I'm already making less than ideal choices. Yeah. Um, or even worse, I'm just going to, you know, I got this amazing meal coming up. I'm going to save some room for all of the things that I know I want to get. Uh <laughs> done been there done that um here to tell you that when you fast for that long and all of a sudden you're presented with a buffet of smorgasbord <laughs> the, the best carb and fat uh drenched everything you know, barely a protein in sight yeah um that the urge to overindulge is heightened 10 to 100 fold and then you start eating, and before you know it, you're already at that point of going, what did I do? I am not going to feel great in basically now. Yeah. Um, so here's one. The first thing that I like to talk with people about, and this is coming into more and more of a, even a daily perspective. You can even put this into practice. Somebody invites you over for dinner. Ask yourself two questions. The first question being, how do I want to feel in the moment of this meal? And then the second question, how do I want to feel after this meal? And that goes all the way from immediately when you stop eating to upwards of a day afterwards. Yeah. Um, Being able to ask yourself those two questions can put some perspective into things. Like, you know, I want to feel like I'm eating something really um, pleasurable, for lack of a better term. Like something mm-hmm. that you really enjoy. That's what I want in the moment. Can I also get that feeling from something that is more ideal towards my health and fitness goals? Yeah, and then uh, those two questions can really help you, um, you know, not only make the choice, but like enjoy it in the moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we're presented with this food that we wait for for a year, right? It's so easy to take that first plate down in like 0.4 seconds. Mm-hmm. And when you're like, how do I want to feel with this meal? Man, I want to enjoy this. And then you're slowing down. You're having conversation. You're really enjoying the whole experience of the meal. Mm-hmm. And it it's not a somebody's going to steal my plate and I got to eat this in four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big 
yeah, being able to set the intention as you eat the meal because of those questions. Yeah. Or if you've been with us for a long time uh, at Ice Outside Throws Client or listening to us, you've likely heard us talk about the plate method. Absolutely. Whereas you're slowing down when you're selecting your foods and saying, how would I like to feel? And rather than saying, all right, give me one plate of stuffing. Give me one plate of... Stuff <laughs> set and some gravy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, half plate of turkey and then the other half is pumpkin pie. Like, yeah. Rather than going just f- towards the extreme, yeah. you may be able to take that moment and go, okay, I'm going to start with something else and I'm going to... I'm going to line up my plate like this. And I'm going to go one plate like this. Take my time, eat it, see how I feel afterwards. Yeah. If I want more, I can get more. It's less of that feast famine mode for ourselves. Because usually, like, I don't know about you guys, but my family, they cook like a thousand people are coming. 90 people are going to show up, but there's eight of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, even even my, my aunt, um who lives next door to me, she does the same thing. There's three of us, one of which is a child. She <laughs> cooks like a thousand people are coming. And I'm like, we're going to eat leftovers of this stuff until July. <laughs> um, so the knowing that, the urge or the urgency to like get as much onto that first single plate is mm-hmm. can be minimized. Yeah. Like, all right. I'm going to get my hat, must-haves. I'm going to start outlining this like my coach showed me how to do. Yep. And I'm going to enjoy it and be slow. Yeah. And then there's room for everything. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to flash this back to travel real quick in that if you are a person that is driving, the likelihood that you have driven this route before is pretty high. Um, if you're a person that's flying, um, maybe it's a new place. Maybe it's, you know, same airport, same thing. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Set up a plan. So as you're getting there, um, like we have planned stops. We know exactly where we stop when they're at home. And what that does is it allows us to become familiar with those places and set us up to make the best choice. And one of those stops is a grocery store. Um, So we stop in the cities that there's a spot that has a Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's like back to back. And Whole Foods is the, the meal. Uh, because they have a hot bar mm-hmm. so it's usually like super whatever we find that's easy to eat on the road i'm one of those people i should probably take drivers at or something but uh <laughs> we, we typically can drink eat, soup we typically eat and drive and uh this the trader joe's is for the snacks because they usually have healthier snack options mm-hmm. and if we're super on the ball we'll set up a cooler before we leave that rarely happens like we got to be on it for that to happen uh but we know in three to four hours we're gonna have a really awesome stop and then there are two more stops on the way home and both of those are set up with places that if we are hungry or need a snack they have really great options um the cool thing about you know we spoke about gas stations is they're starting to get some really good stuff yeah like the last one i was at i got organic apples and like some good stuff that i Mm -hmm. could snack on on the side of the road um be the person that's willing to be weird at the gas station, right? It, it doesn't have to be the ho-hos and the Fritos and the things like that. There are really awesome options and you're in the car. So if you haven't been eating this way and you throw down some mystery foods, <laughs> you're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> 
have taken the gas station top stop through Wisconsin and like mm-hmm. <laughs> for very different reasons. Right. And so being mindful of that too, if you have been eating uh, fairly clean and you've been hitting your marks and you've been doing the things and you're traveling, like you're either in a car or an airplane and airports also have really great options and yeah. most of them are like the quick to go stuff that you can grab grab and go run into your plane eat it yeah as you're boarding yeah, yeah. there's a lot of um if you just take a second to breathe mm-hmm. and and then you can make super great choices at airports these days yeah yeah i think the big part too is uh the same thing what we talked about with filling up your plate at the event oh is taking that time setting that intent um, being bold enough to take a different path than what you've always done. If you're the um the type of person who always gravitated towards the like the TGI McFunsters, whatever McFunsters, <laughs> whatever chain restaurant or easily identifiable fast food chain there is, yeah. Um, uh, dare to do something different. Yeah. Aside from what you talked about with gastric gastric distress, if you if it is something that you know you it's easily identifiable foods, especially if it's whole, mostly whole foods prepared in a way that you can identify, the likelihood that you're going to feel bad about it or feel sick from it, pretty low. Yeah, way less. Right. As, aside from a mystery meat, yeah, sitting side of warmer for who knows how long. Yeah. Yeah you have less of that if you have real food right? exactly and so set yourself up for there and then uh something that we've alluded to and haven't really said is uh you can you can enjoy a day without beating the crap out of yourself mm-hmm. you know and if you've listened to us for a while you know we talk about language a lot and one of those reasons is because it's a change of behavior and when we start to change behaviors we can also like enjoy things for the sake of enjoying them. Mm-hmm. There's the, I just had this conversation this morning. I've had this conversation a few times with people very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting into that all or nothing mindset of, uh, I just won't ever eat that again, or I never drink again, these yeah. types of things. And I go, well, that's, that's great that you feel that you have the control to yep. say no to those things. And I would also dare you to say that I'm in control of when I have those things 100%. versus I can't have those things. Again, because we talked about this on a very recent podcast of negations, yep. that that stuff don't work. Doesn't. Negation acknowledged heavily <laughs> in the irony of that statement. Uh, being able to tell yourself, I can't have X, Y, or Z only cues up your brain to want and keep having x y and z yeah because you got to think about it to not have it right it's just like the pink elephant that we talked about and if you're saying like you know i can never have an oreo you're going to be surprised at how many times you start seeing oreos they're all over the place now all of a sudden everybody get oreos they've got 18 new flavors out yesterday (laughs) i didn't even i didn't even know there were more than one. I didn't know that. I, I actually didn't know yeah. there were flavors of Oreos. Oh, uh, they got to do all kinds of goofy shit. Yeah. Um, the yeah. So being able to tell yourself that this is okay, one day, does not make or break any sort of a diet. No. Or, and ultimately, we're talking about lifestyle more than specific diet choices, anyways. Yeah. 
being able to choose what your lifestyle is. Do you want to be the person that's perpetually on a diet? Or is this just the style that you, that you live? And this is just how you eat on a normal basis. You're like, yeah. yeah, I have a little bit of something sweet. And it also wasn't a, a whole Costco pie to myself. Like, because that's that's how things go is yeah. we get trapped in this all or nothing mindset and we go from being able to say, no, I won't have that. And then I'm so obsessed with it that I go so far the other way. And we can live somewhere in the middle. And we can thrive somewhere in the middle. 100%. And it's so much easier, right? Because mm-hmm. then you're not, you're not having to like track every single thing. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what works for you. You know you've asked yourself like, how do I want to feel? You've asked yourself, how do I feel after I eat this? And sometimes you don't know, right? So you get to try. Like, yeah. okay, let's see. Do I feel good after this? Do I feel bad after this? And then the other thing that can happen is is understand that you are are going to be seen as an anomaly by certain people. And they're going to say, you're always on a diet. You're always doing this. You have to eat healthy. And you get the choice to say, this is the way I eat. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not on a diet. This is just the way I eat. Yeah. Because I feel good. Mm-hmm. Right? And and that's an anomaly in our society. That's, uh, and I, I am reminded of this when I leave my fitness bubble. Like I'm surrounded by people who are making relatively good choices all the time. And so to leave that bubble and to see, I'm like, oh, you really do coat almost every meal in mayonnaise. Okay, yeah. right? Or cheese or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so uh, you may be deemed as the healthy one. You may mm-hmm. be deemed as whatever it is, and that's okay. It is 100% okay to be that person that cares about your health. And to make that decision for yourself rather than passively accepting whatever's handed to you. Whatever's there. You know, even if you have two less than great options in front of you, you could still choose neither. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can, I can either give in and eat all this other stuff or I could do something else that I'm not really jazzed about. Or I could just do my own thing. That is always an option too. Yeah. And this is, um, that was something that was brought deeply into my awareness when I met Ashley because she has celiac. Mm-hmm. And so um, I can't tell you how many weddings we've been to that we haven't eaten at because she can't. Yeah. And after five years of not having a lot of those foods, I shouldn't either um, because it does cause um, not necessarily like, like I'll wake up super like my hands hurt, my joints hurt, things like that. Things mm-hmm. like that. And so it is okay to do that. You know, and somebody's going to be like, oh, what's wrong? And you're like, ah, oh, I'm good. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that ability and, and that was brought upon by force for her and by choice for me. And so it's been so cool to know we're going to go somewhere and be like, oh, okay, let's pre-eat so that we feel good. Right. And if there is something there that is for her worth the risk, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's bad. Uh, and for me worth the choice. Uh, then there's that option, but it's not, I don't get to a place ravishing and then be like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that works at home too. Like, um, there are certain relatives that we go to 
that we have to pre-eat because mm-hmm. there might not be anything. Yeah. And that's okay. And they've gotten, like, the first time was a little weird, you know, like the first time for most things are. And now they're just like, oh, okay, cool. There's stuff if you want it. Or Yeah, I got this. That's on the side. It's it's in a bag. It's on it's on its own thing. Yep. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how after, well, 30-plus years of eating healthy at my family's, they've started to have things. They've started to have carrots and like the the veggie trays and mm-hmm. uh, there's not seven sticks of butter in the mashed potatoes anymore and there's still one, but like that's fine. Yeah. Um, they've actually started to, because people want you to love their food. Yeah. It took a while and there's usually a salad. There's usually uh, options instead of, you know, the first year that I was the weird one, there weren't a lot of options. No. Right. And I completely understand that too. I, <laughs> when I moved back to the U.S., uh, I decided to become a vegetarian in the Midwest. Yeah, good like on you. I I <laughs> I grew up. Uh, my dad grew up working in a butcher shop, which then meant by proxy that we butchered our own mm-hmm. meats a lot of the time. Yeah. So to go from that type of a family to saying, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. That was a lot, and um. Yeah, the the first times were very very much like, well, I'm eating stuffing, <laughs> I, because I know this was like stovetop or whatever yeah. for today, yeah. um, or making different choices that I'm like, well, I'm I'm regulated to side dishes maybe, right? And then over the years, then making those changes, and then some of those things actually just even stick, which is yeah, great, it's super, it's super cool, awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that you said plays right into how I like to structure um, holiday strategy, especially when you're talking about meals. Yeah. Number one, first thing you should focus on, stay hydrated. Mm. If you're coming into this meal, uh, you had a cup of coffee or you had a gallon of coffee on the drive, as some people do, Yeah. myself included likely. <laughs> um or maybe you've had a Red Bull and you've just been white knuckling it the whole way. Because uh, like, I don't want to stop to go to the restroom. Right. All those things. Yep. Uh, find a way to get your hydration in. It does a couple of things. It's going to help regulate your hunger. It's also going to offset any alcohol that might be consumed as well. Yeah. Or make it so that the first thing that you drink isn't an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> after from Red Bull to whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, it's also a lot harder to overeat when, uh, you're a little bit full on water. Yeah. Yeah. When your body's all puffed up with the mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing. The second thing is, um, to make sure you eat your breakfast. I was going to talk about this when you were talking about like holding out for the big meal. Yeah. Pro tip. You can, <laughs> you can eat just as much when you eat breakfast. I'll yeah. put it that way. Likely yeah. will. Sometimes. Yeah, you could actually probably eat more, but we won't talk about that. But like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other piece. If you are trying to game this meal. Yeah. It's actually, uh, your system's going to feel a lot better with you have breakfast. Exactly. And yeah. also from a psychological perspective. Yep. You're, you're not in this ravenous state of where you're like, I would actually murder my grandmother for some pumpkin pie right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can say, yeah. I'll have some pumpkin pie. 
it's, it's just very, very different when we get those hunger cues that are just raging. Yeah, or you've like gone through a plate and you don't remember eating it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The yep. speed thing that we've talked about yeah. can very much be impacted as well. Yeah. Uh, the third thing, this one, um, this one can be difficult for some people, especially if you aren't a fan of the green stuff or mm. the plant stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to eat my veggies first. Even if it is coated in mayonnaise or, you know, it's part of a salad, it's maybe overdressed, it's got a a mountain of cheese on it or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Focus on eating your veggies first. It's really hard to overeat on all the starchy, carby stuff, the stuffings, the mashed potatoes, the, the sweets, when you've just eaten a boatload of vegetables. Yeah. In any way, shape or form. So I like to eat my vegetables first, then my proteins, and then whatever room is left over, then I'm going for my starchy, carby stuff. Because again, at least I got, at least I got a good amount of my vegetables in yeah. for the day. And then the last thing, uh, if you are imbibing in alcohol, alternate your drinks with water. One and the other. Yep. Game Even, changer, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the other... Um, piece of the pie, pun intended. Just going for it. Just going. Just Love it. really ro- rolling with them. Um, is that alcohol reduces that that uh, inhibition. Yep. And so when you, even if you're not feeling hungry, like, oh, yeah, I'll just have another one. Just another piece of pie. It's fine. Just another piece of pie and another, yeah. another bourbon, another beer, another yeah. drink, another wine. Another pie. Yeah. And then before <laughs> you know it, you're going, oh, I just don't. Or you wake up the next day and you're going, I really feel like crap. Yeah. And you've you've completely blown past that question number two of how do I want to feel after this meal? Yeah. And you're just taking whatever's thrown at you. I'm going to add one more thing in there. If you can uh, get a post-meal walk-in. Absolutely, that is. It's just, it's just uh, <laughs> super helpful for a lot of reasons. And also... Um, family can be a lot and so just that time to get outside and be in nature and go for a walk and maybe you take some of the family with you yeah. uh, but you that will help you feel vastly better yeah and some people I just heard this from I think one of our other coaches of they like to do a little friendly little football game or yeah. like whatever physical thing yep your family likes to do it could be as simple as walking it could be Playing with the kids could yeah. be anything. Just get out and... Move r- your body. Yeah, move the body in some way, shape, or form. Especially right after you eat. Yeah. Um, maybe don't play flag football right after you eat. However, <laughs> <laughs> if you can get some movement in, um, and know for some people uh, that are very structured, uh, movement is movement at this point, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay if you didn't get in seven Metcons in your uh, handstand push-ups, right? Get out, play uh do some movement um if you want to bring home like an at-home workout and and wake up early and get that in awesome if you play with the kids for the entire weekend also awesome right um the holidays isn't where you're going to make or break your fitness like jeremy said yes you're gonna feel a little sluggish if you overindulged and you decided to throw everything we've said out the window However, it's not going to make or break your fitness that day. The thing that we're talking the most about is 
being able to come from the one-off of the holiday yeah. back into your routine. Just best right you back can. in, right? Yep. And it's okay if you, you're going home for a week and like we're focusing a lot on like the Thanksgiving and then there's another holiday, right? And so this is where what can be the make or break is if you use this occasion to say, forget about it until January. Yep. And if you can get in the habit and start this year with okay i'm going to i'm going to enjoy thanksgiving maybe the whole weekend whatever that looks like for you i'm back on sunday or monday into my routine for me i like to get back on sunday nights it just sets me up so that monday isn't like the day um so i get back into my routine on sunday night i am ready to go less stressed have a plan everything is rolling into um the whatever next holiday you celebrate Right, whether that's um, Christmas, uh, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, whatever that is, you're set up for success that way. What we see a lot, and this leads into, then it's so much easier. Like you've just done it on the two, I'd say two of the larger holidays, mm-hmm. right? So then when Fourth of July comes, it's just a okay, cool. I'm gonna enjoy this weekend. Great, next, and it's setting you up for success for the entire year right you go home for easter you celebrate that holiday with your family same thing you have a big big meal on easter sunday you do all the things you're back sunday night or monday these seven days out of the year are not in a row and they're not going to break you Mm -hmm. what's more than likely going to break you is if you don't allow yourself the opportunity to celebrate these days with your family which I know sounds crazy for some people. Uh, that is one of the areas I personally believe that the Western culture struggles with a lot is celebrating, allowing yourself to celebrate. And it, it doesn't have to be with food or alcohol or anything you ingest, right? Simply like getting excited uh, for the little things. You know, I was talking to a client this morning we're both stoked. We could get 12 inches of snow in the next couple of days. We were both like, this is gonna be fun. Like, yeah. let's go out and let's go. So, like this first snow is the one that is above zero. So it's a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, uh, starting with, you know, the next holiday, if, if you're able to even, let's say you're a person that doesn't have a, you know, a direct family here, or you can't get home for this holiday, do something that allows you to celebrate this time. And, and the holidays are, are a challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And finding a little bit of joy, whether it's like if you don't want turkey, if you want to get Chinese food, great, do that and enjoy the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you can be bold and set your own yeah. tradition. Yeah. I think that was one of the biggest things that um, I remember hearing this quite a bit during the pandemic times of like people are finally realizing that, oh, we, we, we can just do what we want on these things these days. Like there's no law that says I have to have turkey on Thanksgiving. I started having oysters on Thanksgiving. It's been delightful. Yeah. Yeah. We order like a hundred oysters. You do whatever you want. It's amazing. Really. <laughs> Honestly, you, you have duck if you want. There's you no do. adults to tell you no, everybody. Yeah. And so that's a big, big piece of that as well, of being curious and being, being bold enough to be yourself and, and celebrate the times that you have. Yeah, like be the person that makes the side dish that's healthy. Great. Yeah. There's one. And always bring it. 
Yeah. And I even if even if you're the only one that eats it, guess yeah. what? You have a big option for yourself. <laughs> and it's probably, if you're bringing it, it's something you enjoy. Yeah. Like, it, and there's a broccoli salad I bring every year. It's like broccoli and uh, balsamic vinegar, mustard, some carrots, apples. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love the salad. Finally, my family was like, oh, yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> like, thanks. It's got bacon in it. It can't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the other pieces, like what you're talking about with, with holidays throughout the year, um, ensuring that the holidays are the, the peaks and the rest of the, the year is the valleys. Yeah. That we're not bulldozing through it the whole time and that we're eating like it's Thanksgiving every single day. Right. Yeah. I'm all for celebrating every day. And there's a point where your health and your wellness is going to suffer if you are celebrating like that every single day and it took me a long time to realize that when you celebrate it doesn't have to be with food or drink yeah i know that's a weird thought for a lot of people it was for me or making uh, your reward food-based yeah they don't have to be with food and drink yeah wild um <laughs> whole other podcast whole other topic <laughs> but something else i want to touch on with our four pillars and the holidays is using this as a little bit of a recovery mm-hmm. right so um i know for me personally, um, I actually have the opposite problem. I struggle to eat enough throughout the day. And so my hormones are a little whacked out right now, but it's fine. Um, I use the holiday as a recovery. I sleep in a little later. Like you and I have talked about this. We're up at, we're up with a four in the first number. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes earlier. I'm not. (laughs) Um, I'm up with a four in the first hour Um, and so utilizing this you know long weekend to sleep till six if my body will let me Mm -hmm. Um, I know I'm going to wake up with a four and then be like hey self it's okay we have nowhere to be and maybe getting up is the right thing to you know have a slow start to the day with nowhere I need to be and nobody's awake and I can enjoy that moment too Mm -hmm. Um, so whatever that looks like for you let yourself indulge in that like allow yourself the opportunity and this could be like the celebrate part right um is that's what so monday wednesday friday i have to be at the gym at 5 30 is the first coaching i get to and uh tuesday thursdays is six and so i get up at the same time mm-hmm. and i enjoy that like extra 20 to 30 minutes and it's a little slower start to my day I have nowhere to be. My shower's a little longer. Um, even in those little moments, finding ways to like let go, relax, unwind, and understanding like when I go home, there's going to be a day where we start cooking at the crack of dawn, right? And we're going to be in the kitchen and do the things. And finding little moments there too. There's a lot of... Uh, really awesome opportunities in the disruption of your schedule mm-hmm. yeah we as people in western cultures and americans specifically we're really great at ramping up and doing everything possible we find it very difficult to slow down i'm finding that sadder and sadder and sadder mm-hmm The more people that come to us, the more people struggle with, I can't sit still. Yeah. And this could be a chance to practice. 
<laughs> yeah. Being able to give yourself some space and quiet things down for a little bit, mm-hmm. especially if you're really struggling with one thing in particular. Yeah. Being able to take a break from focusing on it, you might have a breakthrough. You're likely going to have a breakthrough with it. Yeah. It's only when we can step away from it and step back and we can see the whole picture a little easier is when we actually see the whole picture. Yeah. I'm only focused on the tiniest of details. I'm not seeing anything else. This is random. I'm going to toss in a random story. When I was a kid, I got lost in the woods. We were out mushroom hunting and... I turned around and I couldn't find my dad anywhere. He was gone. Gone. And like our like call sign is like, Kaka! so I'm doing that. Crickets. I was, you know, I'm younger. Completely convinced. Never going to be found again. Like <laughs> lost. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't figure out where to go. When we got out of the forest, finally found my dad. Still here. It was a uh, one country block long forest. It wasn't even that big. No, it wasn't. It was maybe like two acres, <laughs> two acres of trees, right? And I was convinced that I was gone till forever. Yeah. I also will react that way. Uh, that was a core memory, everybody. If you've seen Inside Out, um, I am an expert at seeing the the trees, and thinking there is no way through it. And what it's taken a lot of time to learn is when you take that deep breath. You slow things down like Jeremy's talking about. You relax. You can see that maybe the forest is only an acre big. Mm-hmm. And you just have to walk one way. Right? Yep. And and this can also be a very induced thing around the holiday. Right? Like maybe you don't want to talk about politics at the table. Maybe you don't want to have all those interactions. And then building in you know, a long shower where you can Mm -hmm. relax and not have those things. And especially for those of you that are surrounded by family, that's why I say a long shower, because sometimes that can be an easier spot to do it. That walk after the meal that maybe you just sneak out and you go for a walk, um, building in that time to just, okay, cool. We're all going to make it. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, I got two more hours with this people. (laughs) It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That piece of it too is can be you know, revolutionary for you as well, especially if you are the type of person that when you get to the holidays, it is a run, run, run. I have, you know, acknowledging the language piece of this too, of like I have to get these presents, I have to get something for somebody, I I have to, I have to, I have to. We start to use all that pressure language, yeah, um, and we put the undue pressure on ourselves for the expectations Mm -hmm. being able to take a second to breathe and see what happens then yeah worst thing that happens is that you just took a couple extra breaths (laughs) (laughs) and you might feel a little bit better it doesn't necessarily change the situation doesn't necessarily change what's happening yeah and it can also change a little bit of how you feel about it or give you the pressure release valve to be able to do the things without spinning it up in your mind 
into this massive thing that reality took less than less than no effort yeah it took a tiny bit of, of time and now you're on and doing the next thing and you're never even going to remember that yeah little thing that you'd have spun up into this big story yeah. is a monster under the bed until you turn the lights on and oh there's nothing there right <laughs> yeah i think there's a lot of us at our expert level at that and so just taking that time it's yeah. really important great any final thoughts on holidays no you can do this everybody yeah it's going to be an amazing time live in that amazing experience yeah. and start to create the plan and the intention for yourself do it now before you're you got the plate in your hands yeah. or before you're on the drive yep start uh, now create your plan and you're gonna have an infinitely better time it's true great awesome uh until next week i'm coach jeremy i'm coach mo thanks for joining us uh feel free to leave us a review feel free to leave us a rating feel free to share us with anybody who could use a little guidance on the holidays. I know all of us could use some help somewhere. Absolutely. So uh, if you'd like more information or more guidance on these, please reach out to us. We would love to have a longer conversation. Uh, and until next week, have an awesome rest of your day. Bye, everybody.